When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to Celtic Stuff Live on the CLNS Media Network, the leading online provider of audio and video coverage for your Boston Celtics and Today, it's KG's Boston Celtics, as far as I'm concerned. Number five, going to the rafters. John and Justin are here, and we've got a returning guest, my son, Riley, who was at the game, stuck around for the ceremony. Hopefully, didn't get into too much trouble in Boston after the ceremony, and we are going to be talking about all things KG. We'll catch up on the Celtics during the show today as well, and they continue their hot roll despite a loss to Dallas. At least it was an entertaining game. It was a close one. And, you know, like any show, we can always find a reason to complain about the refs or pick on them a little bit. And certainly that game gives us some fodder for that in the waning minutes. So, John, where do we start before we bring in Riley? Where do we start on all this? You know, KG's my guy. Um, I don't, have you watched the Showtime special? Maybe we start there. We haven't talked about that yet. Anything's possible. I'm well. I, okay, you want to start? Let's just start on the on the name. The fact I watched with my kids watching this, and he did not say anything is possible at any point. I had I had two kids who were a little disappointed that thought he would finish the whole thing with anything is possible. I'm like, that's a little on the nose. I'm not sure KG works like that. He's he's a very spur of the moment guy, you know, and so. Uh, but and he botched the quote, like for everybody in the background on that, like there was, there was something about that. That was, I think it was pre-planned in a way, and, but it, it came out differently, but, but either way you, so you haven't seen the Showtime special. Anything's possible. I don't, That's you my- keep bringing up the Showtime special and I'm all about talking about the Showtime special, but have you seen he it? Just, just had say. his number retired. Justin. I get it. Who I cares get it, about but- the Showtime special. The no, I'm big tying thing that happened is KG Ray Allen, Paul Pierce. Why are you leading it with something that came out two months ago? You because- got to stop it, man. No, Put it no, away. listen, listen, Let's talk about Showtime. Oh like, my God. Go it happens in the talk. rafters. Riley's got it up. Like, what are we talking about? Take the show. Get out of here with that. (laughs) He doesn't want to talk about Ray. That's what it is. No, it's like all Ray, right? (laughs) Exactly. This is like not right away. away. Why not? (laughs) What's wrong with Ray? I'm giving you a hard time. I'm sorry. I know, but I'm just saying. The Showtime special was killer, and it's because it talks about how he became this person that changed the culture in Boston. And the way that the way that this all went down, I mean, he was so deserving. He's my favorite. And so what I was going to say was an example of him being my favorite is that I watched that anything is possible. And I literally got an hour and 20 minutes into it. And KG had me so jacked up with what he was saying in the middle of that special that I actually paused it and had to go for a run for 50 minutes and come back and finish it because I was too excited to keep watching it. I got so pumped up. And I'm just saying, that's what this guy has. It's the special sauce. And it doesn't matter if it's a it's a game or, or a Showtime special or if it's his retirement ceremony. Dude, it gets every, he gets everybody just totally wound up. He does everything 100%, 110%. Yeah. No, I, no doubt. No doubt. No disagreement. No. Anybody who would disagree with that might be the dumbest person on earth, right? I mean, come on. That guy speaks five seconds, and you're like, whoa, right? I mean, you knew. Okay, I'll be honest. When when Scal came out to do the interview, I'm like, "Mm, I'm not so sure about this, right? The best part, all respect to Scal. 
He'd say like three words and then get out of the way because he knew he was smart enough. Get out of the way and just let him go. And then he and he went right. He just he took that energy and he didn't have a speech. I thought he'd have a speech. Like I thought he'd do the the rambling speech like like Paul Pierce had three <laughs> like four years ago. We we're like um, Paul. Like is there anybody else left we haven't talked about? And, and but but he did. He just he kind of kept it right to what uh, Scal kind of. It was great. I thought it really worked out quite well, but uh, no, I mean, my God, the energy, the, the passion, the right. I mean, he, he hit all the parts that he needed to hit in that, in that little, you know, kind of one-on-one interview that made me feel like, okay, this was the full, the full deal. This is the best, the best number of retirement since Larry Bird night in terms of Celtics um, clearly uh, far and away. And it, it really, it, the other thing is, is it closed the chapter to me. That's oh, the no, big thing that I saw is it, it closed the chapter for the Celtics. I know he talked about Ray and we'll talk and Rondo and all that. And their number of retirements. Let's just put that aside for a second. Okay. For you, but, but, it, but, and we have to talk about it. We definitely have to talk about that. But to me, this was the end of an era. Like for him to go in there and and have his guys, gray, old, you know, I mean, big baby. James Posey, is that who you're talking about? Man, James Posey was like wow. 85 years old. What's I going know, on, right? James Posey? Like <laughs> a few less hugs, brother. I don't know what's going on, but but they, it, it felt like this is this is now. I you know everyone says that the game wasn't really like it was just kind of like an opening act. But in a way, kind of seeing Tatum and Luca, like they're not just like the next, they are the now. And we've been pining ever since that era. And it was great and we loved it. But we've got something special now. It's not like someday, it's it's happening. And so it kind of was. It, it, it had even more significance in my mind. It was probably better than the schedule makers could have thought up. It was like, look, these guys are ready to run this league now. And this is what was great. But, but even as a Celtics fan who loved that era, I mean, we were, we were there for all of it. Even I'm ready to like, okay, let's turn the chapter. Let's, let's see what this new group can do. And so I was hard to believe how long it. it's been. I just can't believe it's been that long 14. since we were watching you know, KG play and Paul and that other guy and Rondo and Perk and, you know, but listen, so we brought Riley on to tell us what it was like because the game and here's something that we started talking about, but we didn't really get into. We're trying to save as much for the show as possible, but Riley, I want to start it off with, do you think the ceremony should have happened before the game or do you like that it was after the game? Cause I almost feel like this team could have used that energy you know, like from the ceremony leading into the game. Yeah. I mean, well, I was thinking, well, after they lost, I was like, they should have done that before. Cause nobody <laughs> wants to be here right now. <laughs> like literally nobody, the garden was so awkward. We were all just sitting there. We we're like, damn, we just lost. And we got to wait like 30 minutes. Like they're putting the chairs up. It was like, I don't even care. Like set it for tomorrow. We need a minute for this game. Like it was awful. If a game ended differently and not just like a win, it was just a rough game. So it's like, they couldn't hit anything so i don't know it felt like they already had kg's energy and it like overwhelmed them like they literally had his intensity and they couldn't handle like the emotions because Jalen, like seriously <laughs> they had to though, channel totally. the superpower right <laughs> they oh, couldn't was it that no, kg's quote was yeah you had, figure, you had to figure out a way to control the superpower they couldn't do it they got, like Jalen brown oh. threw that dunk down and went yeah and and, and got yeah, a high five or, yeah. yeah that Nobody right in the there, garden that was the pinnacle of energy yeah, in that game for the Celtics. Well, that was actually the, the pinnacle of energy is when Jalen air mails the shot immediately after because he's so hyped. Yeah. He just <laughs> dapped up a legend. And Zach, Zach and I are sitting there, my roommate and I, um, and he, we were at the game, and Jalen does this dribble move that I've never seen him pull out, and I just looked at him, like he's shooting this. <laughs> like we knew he just got in his bag and he just air mails it. I was like, oh, they're like. They're too hyped up. They didn't need any of his energy. They needed his support. They're not his <laughs> type. 
not at all. But that was such They're a KG not. thing. Like, remember, he'd start games and he would he he'd be too much. Like he'd brick stuff early on. Like he that he had to facilitate because there was too much, and it was like, like think about it, like. Lock, defensively locked down the whole game. Like everything was like tough and grimy. Even like Tatum and Brown were like just chest bumping. And like, that's not stuff we see from those guys. And that's why I'm like, Whoa, this is, this is different. Like, are they doing it for, for KG? Maybe, I don't know. I don't know, but it like, maybe we're, maybe they are starting to turn that corner. Like, look, you gotta be, you gotta be angry. You gotta be a little rough. You gotta be, you know, you gotta you gotta grind this stuff out, and that was a grinded out knuckle push up game. Bar fight, remember bar fight, bar fight. There's a bar fight out there. Yeah, they like that it the was, it like in terms of like a precursor, other than winning the game, which obviously would have been <laughs> the most KG thing ever. But other than that, like it felt like it was a Kevin Garnett game. It it really did. I I I was so jealous, Rob. Yeah, loaded with defense, <laughs> loaded with defense. Yeah. Yeah, except for on Luca, that didn't work out so well. But that's okay. They tried, you know. Too much, too much yeah. doubling. I thought. I yeah. thought they really got out of. Yeah. They have enough guys who can stay home. Like maybe you throw the double at him at, at the end of the game, but like all game, like he's gonna figure that out. He's too, especially after he pulled yeah. up his hamstring. Like he wasn't even a hundred percent. Right. Doubling him. No. Make you drive on me. Like create. You know. I. Yeah. Or just like Jalen is fast enough to not switch. Like I know that their thing is switch everything. Not not everything like everything when it's not Luka Doncic. Like, I don't know. I was just like Jalen was clamping him all first half, and then we start letting him Good. get on Horford, and I just didn't get it. But yeah, yep. I digress. I agree. They've won way too many times to complain about it. So. Totally. Did you have a good vantage point for the ceremony? I mean, like after oh, yeah. the game and everything where you because I was obviously on the Jumbotron or, or whatever, and you're able to see it that way. And I know your seats were kind of up or, you know, towards the nosebleeds a little bit, but they're directly across from the jumbotron in that area. But, you know, did everybody stick around? I mean, I'm assuming that they did. Yeah. Nobody left. Nobody that's left. great. Yeah. No, I figured, I mean, there's a lot of, you know, tension, like I said, in the garden after, I mean, I, we had, they had so many shots at the game. Everyone was just so worked up because, I never thought about this, like just watching because but I can't hear when they call timeout. So when Tatum shot that shot after they called timeout, I thought that was game. And I was oh. like, ah, oh, they lost. And then they nobody looked like they lost. And so I was like, what just happened? <laughs> and then this guy next to me is like, they called timeout. I was like, oh, OK. I mean, it didn't matter. Tatum still missed the other one. But it was so much happening. And they took so long to review the smart three. It was just like. It, energy sucking shot. yeah that, just, that was a horrible so you and i did talk about this but yeah that was a horrible overturn call if they hadn't called it at all instead of the challenge i would have been fine with it like a non-call acceptable yeah. um but oh but not enough to overturn it in my opinion that's you got to go with the original call in that scenario especially going down to the wire yeah, and you'd think for the ratings that they'd want it to go to overtime. You'd want more basketball. This is a weird thing that they just over. Does Smart hit all threes? All three of yes. them though? Yeah. Yeah. Not not in a moment. They I mean, they've been practicing free throws for way too long to not hit the clutch ones. I mean, what is Rob? So maybe what yeah. took so long is they were like, Hey, we got this stuff lined up for KG's retirement. If we go into overtime, oh it kind of screws up the plans. Jeez. You know, both teams are really hot. Celtics can afford a loss. Let's just <laughs> no, get on no, the they can't. They need that fourth seed. <laughs> you want home court against Bulls? Uh, I don't know. It's it's weird. It, it the whole thing just like you said, it just sucks the energy out. It's not like you new idea. You've talked about this forever. Just like we'll watch the games, and you're like, oh my god, can they? get this call out like it's just we're all sitting here with this anticipation to watch basketball and we're watching them review this yeah, call it's one of the it's worst things like, about basketball these days yeah. is that how long that takes sometimes <clears throat> you know i also think like ray must have been the jinx you know for the game. <laughs> oh my god dude you've got to you know what's <laughs> funny about that just because i know i'm not going to have another opportunity to say this because you're just about to go on a whole tangent about ray here my only memory of the celtics like 
before Isaiah Thomas is just this one game against Charlotte. I don't know why, but we were watching it. And Ray sticks this three in the corner for the game. And that's like my only memory of the Celtics, like before I started watching them. So I just want you to know that like the only thing I remember is Ray Allen being that guy. So just throwing it out there. Just saying. Now you can proceed with your your Ray bashing. Yeah, I feel icky inside. Are we going to Ray? You want to talk about Ray? Are we going to talk we about Ray? We don't okay have to this? go to Ray. I just you want to work. <laughs> Is there a choice? Though? I feel yucky that that my son's only memory of the song. I'm not was saying that I'm a Ray Homer. That I'm just saying that he was Ray that Al- dude. I know. It's just that guy never stops crapping on in in my drink or whatever. Okay, I just peeing in my pool. I don't like it. Let's try to work this through for you, okay? Let's let's have a therapy session, right? This is this is a this is. I just got, want you to know, it's family like I here. Told Jelso, we're confronting I'm not, I'm not you. Changing no, because it. yeah, I it's saw that right. Twitter this thread. Be inter- this could oh be a Ray intervention. Yeah. This is an intervention. It's, it's on Twitter. It's documented. I'm, it's I'm time. Not, no, I'm gonna bring Nick Jelso in here. Hold on, Nick. No, um, look, I I think uh, like you, I harbor bad feelings towards Ray Allen for how he left. I think that he did not operate in the best way. I think that, you know, he, yes, he was a free agent. You can say he doesn't owe it to the franchise, but he owes it to his teammates to have communication and work that out. Okay. So a decade later, which is where we are now, Kevin Garnett deems it okay to say, bygones be bygones and i will say until yesterday when they when abby chin before the game said ray's expected to be at the game until that happened my stance on ray all along was look he's mad he's trying to he and the national media are trying to paint this as kg's grudge as if kg needs to get over it and I think there were both sides that needed to come to kind of come to agreement here. It's not just KG. This is Ray has some things to, to atone for. He, he didn't. KG didn't. But they just said, we're breaking bread. We're moving on together, which I'm okay with. If, Ray, if, if, if KG's okay with it, if he's ready to move on, I'm ready to move on. Does that mean he gets his number up there? No. I'm not there. I'm not there. But, but is he no. a member? Of the, is he no. a member of the? Oh, geez, here we go. Look out! No way. Is he a member of the Celtics family? Is he welcome at games? Is he a past Celtic great in the same way Maxwell's a past Celtic great who basically screwed him out of the '85 title because he didn't do his rehab? Is that you know we're now Max is great. Max is wonderful. You can directly point to 85 and say, Max is healthy. Max does his knee stuff, and they win in 85. So I think you, you can let those things move work through, but it's going to it's gonna take time of him showing up to games and just moving on. It's not going to be like instant. We're all happy, raised back, and, you know, everyone's wearing 20 jerseys with Allen on the back. That's, Ray, that's how I feel, at least. Ray was never here. He was never here. He didn't like being the third wheel. You know, like he took it and he did it because he had to. But I mean, the minute Avery Bradley took his job, you know, it was like everything that was already bothering him set him over the edge and he's sulky. And I am fine with the fact that KG and Paul and Ray are fine. I'm, I am not criticizing them for getting healing uh-huh. or saying that they shouldn't because I think KG should have fond memories of putting the banner you know, up into the rafters. And I think he should have good relationships with his former teammates. If that's what he wants and everything else, I'm just reserving. My thing is as a fan, right? Like if this was, if this was a family member thing, if this was my blood or my coworker that, you know, I built and sold a business with, and we had tough times and we got into fights and then, you know, 10 years later, you know, it's, there was still bad blood, but you know, I didn't want to die with that bad blood going on. Sure. 100%. So I have no problem with KG and Paul and Ray all coming together on that and healing. I don't have a problem with the hug. It didn't taint the ceremony for me or anything like that. 
But as a fan, I reverted. I, I, you know, reserve the right to say I hate Ray and I hate Ray because I'm a fan. And so this is different. I'm on the outside. I'm not on the inside. You know, Ray, Ray can go to his deathbed and not give two craps about whether or not Justin Poulin liked him during his career. And Justin Poulin can go to his deathbed thinking Ray's a complete asshole. And that's fine. And I don't think there's anything wrong with that. And as a fan, I reserve the right to say, you know, I thought Ray was kind of petulant. You know, I thought he was a baby. I thought he was a total narcissistic baby. And so I, I don't have to like him. And if it's condoned to boo Isaiah Thomas in the garden, even though he's like KG's hero, it's okay for me to boo the shit out of Ray at home. <laughs> and for now and till eternity. And I'm going to, it's never for me personally. I am never going to look back at that and go, Oh yeah. Ray was the big three. Cause he wasn't Rondo was in my mind. I look at the big three as Rondo Paul and KG over the duration of those years spent together. Rondo had more influence over their winning than Ray Allen did. In my opinion, I know Ray hits I, the big shots. I don't. I don't disagree with you there. You know. So, you know how I feel so about Rondo. So that's. Yeah, you I totally agree with you there. Rondo I, gets a permo pass from you. Uh, no question. He can. He can do no wrong. <laughs> you know. I. I. Now you swayed me. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> but no, it's like look. You were I, already there, John. Just embrace your fandom. I like, think. Yeah, do but, what you know is yeah, right in your heart. I, Shut <laughs> Ray out. Come, <laughs> go ahead, get chanting. Shut Ray out. Yeah. I, no, look, I think it's better for the Celtics organization at this point to move on past this with Ray, and it, for Celtics fans to move past this with Ray, than to continue to let it linger. I don't. I think it actually hurts the Celtics brand. I think it helped. I think it hurts the Celtics culture in a way. I think it creates negativity where it needn't exist. Um, am I, do I still think, do I think he did the right thing? Absolutely. Friggin' not. I think he screwed his teammates. I think he screwed the franchise. He was a free agent. Sure. But he made his bed. Uh, all right. But let me position a decade later, but, well, just a decade later, I think it's I think I can say he got what he wanted out of it. Celtics didn't win the championship in 12, um, but they had a good run. Might he have been the difference? Possibly. Um, All right. Hold on. Let me ask you this. If they didn't win a championship or 13 at all, is it okay to keep Ray out still? Or is it because they put a banner in the rafters that you kind of that's the only wanna... that's the only way any of them have a title have a have a their banner no 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 i get i get that i'm i'm saying like okay fine no no ceremony there's bad blood they were great they let's pretend they went to the finals every single year but just never won it right but it was one of the greatest teams of all time they played together it was awesome but there's no championship you know or they won the championship after ray left how about that one right they spent all that time together <laughs> And they win the championship the year Ray leaves and goes to Miami. They yeah. whoop his ass, get the banner, and then, you know, it goes down. Do you still want no this way. healing with Ray? I wouldn't care. I wouldn't care about Ray at all. Okay, so the only reason Ray matters is because of the banner he barely contributed to. He didn't barely contribute to it. <laughs> You've got to stop this. This revisionism that, that benefits the, your side of this. He... He was a big contributor. They don't come back in game four against the Lakers. No, you're right. right? They don't They don't get past the Bulls in 09 without Ray Allen. Like, I'm I'm totally, I'm totally with you. No, no, I'm, you're right. I'm, I'm totally with you. Rondo is you're right. Over the totality, just the time that Ray was there, Rondo was the more impactful Celtic. I totally believe that. But. I think in 08 and 09, Ray was Ray was still special. And I think Ray was better in 08. I think 09 is when things started to shift. And not coincidentally, that's when things started to get frosty between Ray and Rondo. Although there's other rumors yeah, of why that is too. It's, it's the fact that he went to to LeBron. Like, right. Oh. It, it was where yeah. he went. 
So, you know, if he I, went to Phoenix, so let me who ask cares? you something. Let's if he went say, to LA, who cares? Let me ask you this question then. Kyrie's here. Hayward doesn't get hurt. Kyrie stays healthy. They raise a banner, but Kyrie still decides not to come back after two years, pulls all of his shenanigans anyway. Do you want the same healing for Kyrie? Let's say everything else played out the same way, except somehow they squeaked in a championship thing. Then the young guys want, you know, hey, we won the championship because, you know, we played better, like, or 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 Kyrie gets hurt. You know what I mean? And doesn't play in the championship, but he's with that team that year, and then he moves on. Like, do you want? Do you want? Do you want it, Jason Tatum? There's, there's and- too many what ifs here. Keep going, like, Riley. It's just, yeah, it's um okay. So in this hypothetical where they win the chip with Kyrie and then Kyrie leaves, then yes, the reason that people will forever be mad with Kyrie is because they didn't, and he wasn't there, and when he was there, they sucked, like bad, like worse than. I've ever seen them. And I know that I haven't seen them at their worst. I'm just saying in my small span of them being awesome and mediocre, they were mediocre, which is the worst that I've seen them. And I've been very privileged that that's the lowest I've seen them. But like the lowest I've ever seen them is when they had Kyrie Irving, which is not what you would expect it to be. But the reason that Ray has something here and the reason that healing can exist is because he contributed to some sort of winning. And that's what matters in the city. That's what matters to the city. So like, I think 10 years, I don't know if Kyrie won us a chip and then left. I don't even know that I'd be mad to begin with. Cause it's like, whatever, like we've got young, young talent coming through. Like it's his choice. But I think the part that makes it condemnable to some people is that, you know, you didn't contribute. You came here. You said you wanted to stay here. You said you wanted to win here. You failed. And then you whiffed. And once you leave after you fail, that's why people are mad. I don't think that that deserves you getting harassed or having a water bottle thrown at you or whatever, but you stomped on the logo. So then, you know, it's like a bunch of instigation back and forth. It's like, yeah, but Ray instigated too. That's kind of my, no, but that's way more petty. We're talking about like visual stuff and then there's speculative stuff. And the speculative stuff is, Oh, KG cropped Ray out of an Instagram photo. And this is like Kyrie literally (laughs) being a demonstrative piece. So it's not the same at all. So it's like, if you want to compare it to Kyrie, you have to set it exactly the way that it was with Ray. Like you can't Kyrie did not win here and he did not contribute to winning here. He was on a team that after he left to went to the conference finals and then he was on a team where him and Jason Tatum sold the series against the Bucks. That's kind of what happened. And so it's like, that's it. That's his Celtic legacy. But Ray was actually part of a winning team multiple times. I mean, if KG doesn't get hurt, they probably have a second banner and they went to another game seven in the final. So it's like that was way more winning than Kyrie did. So I don't see. I guess I feel like if Ray was really good, he'd be in the championship without KG. Just kidding. I'm reserving. (laughs) I'm not going to be objective about this because we (laughs) I'm not. I mean, well, yeah, I mean, You Tell guys me don't. More. You don't. You don't have to prove Ooh. that I'm not being objective. It's very obvious for yeah, years. It's now obvious that I'm not being. Objective. <laughs> but but there's nothing. Look, this isn't Peter, an objective opinion. Yeah. This is a. This is. I don't like the guy, and yeah, I'm not gonna like him. <laughs> That's, That's okay. That's okay. You I don't, don't have, you to, have like to like him. the guy. Yeah, but I think there's a difference between like not liking the guy and being willing to like move on past it i guess is what it is like it's it's not an active and it's it's not gonna be an active part of my fandom yeah every time every time i'd see his dumb face on instagram or on twitter talking about what kg was mean and i you know they should you know i tried blah 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 and i i took the bait every single time you go back from my twitter feed i bet 10 percent of every tweet i've ever sent since 2009 of joining yeah, twitter i used to feel like we were on the same page on this one absolutely and because i was pissed at that guy so he now totally it's only Kyrie. Us. that's all we've got totally screwed oh us. my goodness that's the only but, thing we have. but the difference is, is that what it's down now that continuing to harbor that if kg's moved on i'm i'm willing to put it in the past too but look it's over I want him to be a legend. I want him to be. Look, I'll tell you. Here's the other thing about yesterday. I don't right? think KG would respect look, your followerism. I completely disagree with you. I completely disagree <laughs> with you. 
I think your I think the question you asked at the end of 2006 NBA uh, 2008 NBA Finals probably would suggest he knows exactly what I'm talking about because you know we we f with him like he wants yeah anyway um, I can't do it like KG I think we all knew that but look this is I'll tell you one of the other thing that, that I took from yesterday's game first of all I tweeted this I got I guess people are still retweeting me about this. Yesterday, yesterday's um, jersey ceremony was the first jersey retirement in Celtics history where their Tommy Heinsohn was not involved. The first time ever, mm. right? So it's to that 1957, he was there for every single jersey retirement throughout. Uh, you know, even even that interim period before he became a broadcaster was fired. He was, you know, still in the Celtics family and attending and involved, but he was, he was that guy. Right. And you look at like, they did that legends <laughs> all of a sudden Kelly Olenek is a legend at halftime of the Pistons game. I mean, I don't, you know what I mean? Like things are really stretching on that one. Um, but I mean, to the point where we're taking photos of significant others, of legends because the legends aren't around like yeah so the Celtics have to have part of what made the Celtic fandom as a kid for me growing up oh you're saying they need Ray I'm saying I'm saying the Celtics need legends the Celtics need mystique the Celtics just went off and he's they need they need people who speak about Celtic mystique who understand what it means to win in Boston. Who better than they Ray need... Allen to encourage going to the enemy to be part of that Oh, family. my gosh. You have got to stop. He's he's actually probably right on that one, though. I it's am Celtic right on crowd. that one. But that, you know what? that part of it, NBA. that small part. No, look no, no. But the NBA listen. now, right? Like, I, this I is know, where we are. Everybody's moving. Like, look at where all these guys came from. It's like, this is where we are now. Everybody's moving all the time. But you need to make something special about this place, right? We haven't won a banner for 14 years. The time before that was 36, 36 years ago. 36 years ago. <laughs> I was seven years old then. This old man was seven years old the last, the second time, second to last time they won. Nobody cares about Celtics Mystique. You know, the, the next guard before this one in terms of legends, Reggie Lewis is the last number before that, and he died, right? 93. Like, so my point is, is that Celtics have to be current and relevant. They can't be dusty old photographs on the on the like I have on, on my wall. They gotta be guys that today's players have seen, watched, and respect. That's how you build that all the way through. And I think that I think that Ray, as much as you hate to see it, Justin, and I understand. I understand what it's the message it sends, but that's not the way today's guys look at it. The way today's guys look at it is, oh, yeah, he was a Celtic. He was a really good three-point shooter, and he could really play. That's as far as it goes. So I think it's important that you have Ray in the fold. As much it's as- that time of year as college, college basketball takes center <laughs> stage as the tournament <laughs> is finally upon us. Looking to wager this year? Bet online is the number one spot for all your updated odds and information, along with great contests, including the brackets contest, where you have a chance to take home the top prize. Head over to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Just use our promo code CLNS50 to get started. Bet online is your continued source for all your sporting wagering needs, including live betting and your favorite Vegas casino games. The fastest and easiest way to wager on all popular sports and games, bet online where the game starts. And I'm going to bet that Ray Allen's jersey does not get in that rafter, and I pray to God it does not. That's a fun game. I agree with you. Let's, Let's all go around. Who's the next jersey who gets retired? Tatum, Rondo. They're not going to retire Rondo. I don't know. Why not? I think I they should so. retire Rondo. I, They're I not going to retire. You really don't, I think, don't so? think so? No. I wow. mean, is is hmm. was Rondo a great player? Yes, but he left 
right when he was kind of and didn't leave. They traded him. They traded him right, but that's the point. They traded him right before he was supposed to leave. They made a choice. Card. Yeah, they and and when they traded him, that was the end of his 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 uh, you know, retirement number retirement hopes. He could have had it though. Like if he had carried that team and done what they were asking him to do to carry that team into the next stage, then I could I could have seen his number go up. I mean, he was he was in his prime, and he's done some pretty amazing things since then. But I think at the end of the day, you know, everybody always felt that you know Rondo still needed somebody else to be the better player on the team with him, and, and like one other guy. And I don't know that they wanted to wait. I mean, Mikael's up there though. I mean, Mikael's better than Rondo, obviously. But it's like I don't know. I didn't watch him, but was Mikael the best? Better than Bird? Uh, you know, Arguably, I mean, he like, could have won MVP in '87, but yeah, I, I hear you. it's only broke his. Foot. I just, I, I mean, both yeah. Brown and Tatum are going up there if they win a couple. I, it's, I'm just saying, I'm just curious. I mean, I don't that's, know. That, I mean, I don't. That's where it should go. You know, like, it's like an honorary. I don't know. I like Rondo. I guess. I, I mean, they they don't have any numbers left, do they? So at this point, you kind of got to start picking and choosing. <laughs> like, if the, the criteria is getting yes. harder and harder yes. to get up there, the more we should. Get higher up. Three, you would three. think. Yeah, three I mean, digit jerseys. Yeah, they had to uh, trade. They had to trade Richardson so that White would have the number. That's and Langford too. They had to trade yeah. it so that White would have one. Anyway, it's that's a joke, but it is it is worth noting. Um, I do think Rondo could get up there. He probably won't. You're right, but I think he should. In well, theory, to to your point though, look at look at where everyone was on Ray. Until KG said, "That's what it's got to be." So if Ray, if, if Rondo, if Ray and Rondo are, if they're going to listen to KG, and, and KG said both should get up there in the ceremony, he not only he said Ray, but he also said Rondo too. Uh, possibly, it's I just perk. don't think. Why not me, Perk then? Let's just do that. No, right. no, that's oh, too much. Definitely stop, stop the frig it. Stop not. It. Stop Hell it. no. Stop it. Hell to the no. I, I don't. Know. I don't think either one gets up. Honestly, I don't either. I think you know who I think the next number up. Forty-four. You think Rob? Danny. Oh, oh, oh. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, then what's Rob going to wear? Now maybe they do the the thing on the side. They you know the Lusky. I don't know, Danny. I. Maybe not, but I feel oh, like Trader Danny has to get retired. Trader they need Danny. to retire that. Yeah, that'd should be just hilarious. Say Trader Forty Four. That's what it should be. Yeah, <laughs> right. Uh, and I can just, think of another trader that should have it right across theirs if they get up there too. No, Stevens. that was no, no, no. Trader, <laughs> oh, Trader. Oh my gosh! Yeah, yeah I almost missed Justin. it too. Diabolical. <laughs> you, you have. No chill. Oh, no chill. Yeah, right. we'll Zero chill right now. <laughs> but I, was, I wove that together so well. It was like a quilt. Oh. Betsy Ross down here doing his thing. Um, I think, you know, I, I think I think you're right. It's probably Tatum. It probably Tatum is the most likely, but I do think Ainge, Ainge will deserves get up there. a spot. I think Ainge yeah. gets up there some way. And and let me also say they still have not done something for Mike Gorman. And I think something needs to be done for Mike. Gorman. Oh yeah. As well. I think, I don't think this is his last year. Um, they haven't gone on the road and which is kind of annoying. I, I think they got to go back on the road. I think that will help, but um, Mike, I don't think, I don't think Mike's going to be doing this for a lot longer. You know, I just, I get that he's take. I don't think he's going to be doing a lot of the games this week on the West Coast trip, so I think some of them are on EB or on TNT or ESPN. So I don't think he's going on the trip. So well, certainly if they're doing it from home, but um, I don't. I, I just get the sense that you know Mike. Mike likes doing it, but I, I don't think he's going to be doing it forever. You know, yeah. um, it's harder to do that job in that capacity. So Sean is obviously able and ready to step in, and has done so on a couple occasions, and does great, but. Gotta love Mike. Does he does 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 Grandy just like he's the guy no matter what? He was supposed he to be the guy. Steps you know, right in. The, that was supposed to be the deal, right? When he got the job, the radio job was like, won't be long. You'll step right in, and 
25 years later, <laughs> he's, he's still on the radio side doing his thing. But uh, yeah, yeah I, I think we're going to see Sean moving over. Um, so, but uh, hey, it's the thing that I would say, like, not to wrap up the whole day, but I feel really good about the future. I feel really good about how the team's playing. I feel really good about how the star player is playing and, and how he is really kind of orchestrating and, and making everything go. Um, you know, you should I feel really excited about Rob Williams being healthy. Absolutely. And, and really, because the thing about him being healthy is he clearly does learn quickly. And, but you got to have reps to learn in this game. And when you're injured and you don't get reps, imagine where he'd be at right now if he had healthy seasons or less than 10 games injured mm-hmm. through the for, through all of the years. You know, what is it? It's year three, right? Is that right? Four? Three. Yeah, I think it's actually season four. So, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it missed. is. Yeah, it is. This was, so, wow. Yeah. Holy. So if, if he was healthy through those first three, mm-hmm. Think about where he'd be at right now with these guys. And he's pretty damn awesome right now. Yeah, I mean, he's the glue. He makes it all work. It's it. He always has been. When Jalen missed that yeah. shot that you mentioned, Rob's the one who was there. Yeah, exactly. The yeah, no, he's he's so important for this team. Uh, not just the putbacks, which it's kind of crazy that he averages 10 points almost entirely on rebounds and putbacks. Like, he gets some lobs, too. But that's insane to me. Like he creates, he doesn't even, I don't even know where I'm going with that, but he's just so amazing mm-hmm. to watch. But you can tell this season, Marcus and him have been the guys that really get them going on defense. Obviously, Tatum and Brown, phenomenal scorers. They are your best offensive players. That's not the question, but they are better when they play defense. Obviously, you see last season, their defense was atrocious and they're way better on defense this year. Offense, kind of the same production-wise. You need your defensive cornerstones as much as you need the other guys. So it's really – it's cool to see people, like, acknowledge Rob because last season the whole thing was if he could stay healthy, this team would not be 36-36. and 36. Right. So it's nice to see him get some recognition there. Totally agree. Totally agree. He, you know, remember when we were talking – let's go back to pre – let's say January, whatever it was when things turn around, right? That was the questions were, how do you build a team around these guys? Right. How do you, who are the pieces? What does it look like? How do you make it happen? And I think Rob, the way Rob played this year, getting the extension, becoming a consistent player who could play long minutes, efficient minutes, being a connector piece who can pass, rebound, hustle, adds those pieces around Jalen and Jason that they don't really do well, uh, or at least they're not core parts of their game. And and that was like the first building block, I think, that you know, you knew Jalen and Jason were going to be good and, and needed to do it. But that was like the first cornerstone piece, to your point, Riley. I think you're absolutely right. Once that's set in place, then it was like, okay, well, now what do we need around that? which is kind of weird. You'd think it would be Jalen and Jason, but I think because they can do so many different things, it was like kind of amorphous. It was like, what do you do? Then smart comes in and says, okay, I can facilitate. I'll still give my, my effort, but he's hitting open threes or standstill threes at like a, a really good rate for him right now. And when those four pieces came together, Boom. Like that's when things really, I think, jumped off the page. And obviously their health is is a big help of that. But, you know, Jalen's Jalen was out. You know, we we're going to have situations. It feels like they've figured out what it takes to win. That's what we were waiting for. How are these guys going to figure out how what it takes to win as in these roles? Like we always I think we, I think Jason Tatum knew what it took to win when he was like the third best player on the team, the second best player on the team. Like he knew what he could do in those roles, but as the guy who everybody's bringing doubles on doubles to every single time he comes over half court, that took it a big adjustment. But now that everything's kind of fit into place, then the question is, what about the fifth guy? You know, is it Derek White? Is it Al Horford? Is there somebody else who can fit that role? Um, 
I think that's really where, you know, I, I, where I saw that they tried to use Peyton Pritchard in that he hit a couple shots, but I think really they needed somebody bigger who could maybe defend and be a little bit more switchy. Um, Derek wasn't hitting any shots yesterday. Um, Al was off the floor for, I'm not sure really what reason the fourth quarter. I think that was because of the, the, the lineup, the minutes, it just felt like they need, they need to have another, another wing guy who can, who can really plug into that spot. Aaron Eastmith could be that guy. We don't know, but to your earlier point, Justin, are they going to give him the time? Cause Rob was able to work through those minutes and right. get to where he is. You know, and that's, I think, I really think that's something Aaron Neesmith needs. He needs to be thrown to the, thrown to the wolves here and see what happens. You know, the other thing in that game, I just didn't like the ball movement in the fourth quarter from the Celtics at all. Yeah. You know, there was just way too much ISO. And that's what we saw earlier in the year when they got into close games was just, they were trying to ISO their way out of it. And um, Dallas has been playing great defense. But when they were really carving them up a little bit, when they started to have mm-hmm. their spurt, and especially in the first half, and then a little bit in the third quarter too, it, it was all ball movement. It was all the lobs are huge. Things like that are really what get them going offensively. And I think they just tightened up and maybe they wanted to win it so bad for KG that that was an issue. But that does go back to your point about having a wing. You know, that that's needed even just to, so that there's lots of movement. And they need a they need a couple of guys that can come in and hit shots. And I don't what is Neesmith shooting right now, percentage wise? Because that's the kind of stuff I don't think it's that great. And he's Terrible. kind of a three point, yeah. And he's like the three point specialist. So is it because he needs the minutes to be able to be that guy? And then if that guy comes out and starts draining those threes, would would a game like that have had more spacing? You know, or was that just something that was kind of happening situationally? I mean, they've been so good with the ball movement. And all the screening and like everything has been so nice and so fluid, but but again, Dallas and Celtics. What were they? They were saying they were the the two hottest teams, less like underneath Phoenix. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, and defense was a big part of it for both teams. So mm-hmm. for the Celtics to have a couple of those stretches and spurts the way they did was was pretty good. Mm-hmm. But but you know, situationally, I think you're right about the wing and. You know, Riley, what's your take on Neesmith? I know we're gonna wrap here in a couple of minutes, but what's your take yeah. on Neesmith? Like, is it simply a minutes thing or is there well, a confidence just, thing, a combination? It's everything. I mean, it's just how it is. I don't know that I can say definitively whether he will produce in volume at the efficiency you need him to, but I think he has a better shot of getting to be the player that we want him to be if he has volume opportunity. Because worst case, you just shut it down. Because it's not like anybody else hits shots in volume. I don't know what happened to Grant Williams, but I would love to see the splits after the All-Star break because he's been like really bad from three, which is like, it's kind of whatever because Grant does a lot of other things. No, but but it was such a big part of their turnaround right Right. before. Exactly. But you need Will. if, If Williams can't do that, that's fine. You need somebody who in volume can do it. Pritchard has fine when he's open. He shoots at a great clip catch and shoot, whatever, but they need the Marcus Morris kind of mold. That was a guy that I remember we talked about, um, not obviously on the podcast, but years ago we would talk about, is he the second best player on the team when we would open the season? And they still had Tatum, they had Brown, they had Kyrie and Hayward, but you have this guy who can hit open shots and draw attention. That was the problem last night. They doubled Tatum every time he touched it. I mean, he was fine. He was cooking. He had like 17 in the first half and we were like, I was like, he might go for 50. And um, I think he had two points in the third quarter and he finished with like 21. So he had a bad second half, but it's not his fault. You need guys around him to space the floor. And as good as Al Horford is, and he's actually been really good, he doesn't shoot volume threes. So when Derek White's two for 10. And he shot a lot of them, right? Didn't he shoot? Didn't didn't Horford shoot five? I think he was five last night. Well, he's just been amazing over the last stretch. That like six game run they had on Horford was like locked and loaded from three. So him spacing the floor kind of opens it up, but you can't rely on Al Horford to space the floor every night. That's what I was saying when they run the double big, which is actually better than I thought it was going to be, but still like it has its limitations, but Horford actually does keep them out of ISO mode. And I think a guy like Neesmith, 
makes Brown and Tatum go, oh, I have shooters around me, ISO mode. And I think that's actually what happened in the fourth. Horford's off the floor and they're all like, okay, everyone else here can shoot realistically if they're wide open. I'm going to try an ISO. But then Dallas sends the double at Tatum. There goes that plan. I just don't think they knew what to do. They didn't adjust. Yeah. I mean, you can't really ask more. It's interesting too. I know we're wrapping, but I wanted to bring this up because last time I came on here, it was like Jalen Brown, Jason Tatum, same level, 1A, 1B. When did you guys... When this is guy... the Ray Allen. This no, is it's not the stick. Ray Allen thing. Yeah, well, yeah. I mean, if you want to make it about that, it, you were definitely wrong on that. Um, it, that's like the first time that you've ever been wrong about two guys. So I want to get that out there because we have Pierce and Antoine Walker. You were right. Brady Bledsoe, you were right. I don't know any stories. I could be wrong, but this seems like the first time that you goofed because Brown is He's he's not bad. I don't think below. that I said Brown was better than Tatum. No, but you had him at the I said, same I think level. What I said, and I no, said Tatum. I is said I different. don't think the gap is as big as you no. all think it is. Yeah, but then Tatum started playing like all NBA no, no, team now defense, it, it, and now it just looks yeah. awful. So yeah, I mean, it is what I just want to bring that up because I know you have a history of being really right on all these things. Or at least saying it's take, really right. Yeah, well, now, but see, I'm taking the throne now because I was, I was right. I'm just throwing it out there. I'm locked. I knew Tatum was going to be awesome. John is like, you know, he's just coming at me for Ray Allen. This is how much he's flipped around. He's gone from being my, my, my co-host and confidant and anti-Kyrie Ray buddy and pal to now he's taking pot shots at me on the podcast for Poor defenseless Ray Allen oh. was victimized in Boston. <laughs> I I know it's it's hard. You see how I spun out of that brown. I was wrong. Thing. I yeah, I know it's it. clever. I, it's he really didn't really just he just kind of slit tried to slip it, but the stain is still there, and uh, if it doesn't fit, you, you can't acquit. Uh, no, look, I still think that that. There is an ascension for Jalen Brown, though, that is that is higher than where he is. Like I, I do think that there is there's a play, there's more playmaking in his future than what he's shown. Um, yeah, but, some of those drop passes that he does, yeah, like down to Rob, yeah, like the way he we like those are he's getting there. And, and then he had one. What was it between the legs? Who did he hit that? Who did he yes. hit the one yeah. between they the bounce legs? Pass um, through the legs. I think that was was that the Rob or Grant. Something like that. It was down underneath. I remember, yeah. yeah, on the baseline, he just bounced. Boom! That was pretty. Or no, maybe it was Al. Maybe it was Al. Um, it was. It was the and one that Al hit. Al had yeah, two right, right. Yeah. Those got that me was hyped. so sweet. That's yeah. what I'm saying. Al Horford, shout out the man. He's my favorite right now. I love him so much. <laughs> anyway, keep going. He looks keep like going. he went into a time capsule. I know. That's what I'm saying. I mean, like, it's nobody... so weird. Nobody you can't rely him. on it. That's the problem. No, 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 like, no, no, no. Absolutely right? not. Like, no, he's getting like hyperbaric like, treatment. Like he goes yeah, and yeah. sleeps in a hyperbaric chamber and oxygenates his tissues. Yeah. Star Wars style. He's in that right. like right. tube. The back to yeah. yeah. Yes. I think I think uh, you know they need Grant. I think Grant's ascension has been really important. And and to your question, Riley. So since the All Star break. Um, Derek White and Grant Williams have both shot twenty five point eight percent oh so <laughs> so now that's and that's both of them shooting three and three and a half threes a game <sighs> so that's that's not good <laughs> that's not good that's so many over you know? fours right right so oh. that's that they need help there right so and it's um, gonna force tatum back into the I- iso like right that's thing. What I'm, i don't think no, so. no no if if they if they have trouble with not just grant and but if Horford, like if they start having some breakdown that way, it real it really will have an impact. On I, I think it will have an impact, but I don't think. Um, and maybe I'm being you know naive about this, but I I do think he has crossed, he's kind of crossed the line into a place of the real elite of the of the league. You know, oh, yeah. I, I think that he is. He's playing well. He's hitting his shots to a far greater degree than than he was early on. Um, and you know, to that point, he's shooting thirty, almost thirty eight percent from three on ten attempts a game. Um, pretty good, pretty good. I think he's gonna, you know, gonna make it as a player. 
Um, he's averaging 33 points since then and seven rebounds, almost five assists. Um, it's a two to one assist to turnover ratio. I mean, it's, it's all there for him. Right. And, and once guys aren't shooting 25% from three, those, those assist numbers start to go up even higher. He had 17 potential assists yesterday and he only had four. So that's, that's Ricksville in a way. And he stayed with it. You know, he didn't, he didn't back away from it. So that's, that to me is the most important thing. When we close this, this book on this night, you know, on this show, and even on on the the entire KG retirement ceremony, we're in good hands with that guy. And, oh yeah. And if if Brown can go out there and find a way, I, I think his game does have to change a little bit more than what it's been. And I liked what he was doing with really hounding Luca. Like I think that that if he can really say, I'm going to be Kawhi. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to be Kawhi and I'm just going to shut people down and I'll have my time to get my shots, but I'm going to make people really be next level and, and, and have a defend. I, I don't know what you do with those two. I mean, that's like, that's, I'm not saying it's Jordan Pippen, but it's Jordan Pippen, right? In terms of that two, one, two punch of the Jordan two best Pippen, players Rodman. are the best defenders. Jordan well, Pippen, Rodman. Rodman. Yeah. But see, now we're talking about Rob and we're talking about smart in there. So it's, that's but together um, they make to, Rodman. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Bionic Rodman. Bionic Rodman. <laughs> yeah, the hair, the, the wedding dress. It's right. the Power Rangers. They yes. all come together to that's be. That's right. I'm the Black Ranger. I'm the Pink Ranger. I'm the. <laughs> oh God. Um, Can we go? No, but, we'll stay away but, from that. But it all. But like, but, it, but just to finish this point, we can, we can get out because Justin's ready to sleep. Um, no, we, we just, need. We stopped talking about Ray, and he. Lost I know. Interest. We got we, we, We'll bring this back to Ray, and then we can make him feel better. Um, but no. this 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 team is in a very very good place, and we have not had a show in a few weeks. And I I just I feel good about where we. We'll talk about playoffs. We'll talk about where they're headed. They've you know they're going on the road. They're going to have a tough road trip, but. I feel like this is a team that not only can get deeper into the East than we might've thought. I, I do think they're a finals contender and looking at the West, I think that makes them a, an NBA champions contender at this point. Um, they need to hit their, their other guys need to hit shots the same way that the Bucks, other guys had to hit shots for them to beat the Suns. you know, the Bobby Portis's and the Connaughton's and the, you know, those guys had to, had to oh, raise their game, but, if Derek White's and, and Grant Williams and Daniel Tice's of the world can step up, the most important thing is that's that's step one. We're not even in the tax right now, don't forget. So this summer, Wick, open your damn checkbook, sell some Sincoro vodka, tequila or whatever, and I want to see us get some real free agents in here so that wing player that we're talking about that they need He's he's on the bench. We're ready to roll. I really feel good about where we're headed. I, I'm just I'm pumped. I'm jacked. And you know, one might say, uh, you know, with what's coming this year, anything's possible. Oh, there you go. You didn't see that one coming. Come on, <laughs> not to the like... last second. Not to the last <laughs> second. He told us at the start that's what he was going to do because that's not how they ended the retirement ceremony. You didn't think that's how we were going to wrap? That is exactly how we were going to wrap. I knew it the second we started talking about it. <laughs> it's, a great show. it's a great show on Showtime. Uh. <laughs> Which we will that never, back ever around. talk about. Ever. Just don't talk about the you. Showtime show. Have you seen the Showtime talk. show? John no, hasn't watched it. That's John, Because I've asked John if he's watched it like three times on this show, and he keeps saying no. The last three shows we've had, which is basically since before Christmas, every show, like, have you watched it yet? I'm like, no, I haven't. I feel he hasn't bad watched about it. Myself. It's, I mean, you it's, should feel bad about yourself. It's, it's you turn good. and you're now like, oh, Ugh. you're ready to take Ray out to dinner, and you still haven't watched. The, I'm telling you that it's 
Have you seen it, Riley? You've seen it. You watched it. Dude, we watched it together. Yeah, that's right. I got <laughs> I went for another run in the middle of the second viewing. No, you left like, it. Yeah. You saw it a second time. I'm you telling have, you. You have you're missing crazy. out, John. It's it's it is. All right. I love the hat. I can't Northeast, quite read it. Northeast uh, Chrysler Plymouth is That's why he wants the next one going up. He wants it to this be this guy age. right here. 44. Number 44, right there. That's the guy. I don't man, I hope they I hope this ownership group respects Danny's contributions. I'd I think love they to see will. him go up. If I there's mean, anybody who would, it'll be these guys, I think. Yeah. All right. That's going to do it for this week's show. As a reminder, you can follow Celtic Stuff Live on Twitter at CSL underscore tweet live. You can follow John at CSL underscore Duke. I'm at CSL underscore Justin. Riley, what's your handle? Oh, I, what did I call it? It's underscore something. It's Tristan's big fan. It, it, it a, it's a Thompson burner. Time to time to get up. Time, time to take a take a look at that, Riley. Just saying. I want to I want to take take oh, a one pass on forever. that one. I'll make a second one. I'll just make saying. a second one. Just, or just change the name of that one. You just can change, change the name. Time. Protect the innocent. That everybody's everybody's still following you. Well, you, know, you just you bring it back every once in a while. It like flips back into gear. Like, oh, there's yeah. Tristan's biggest, biggest fan again. Oh. And then you disappear. Right, like it becomes your alter ego for your account. Right, right, account right. Back right. and forth. Heartfelt yeah. thank you to everybody for tuning in. And on behalf of, well, a huge thanks to Ray Nick Allen. Gelso, the founder of CLMS <laughs> Media. <laughs> that was I'm not mad as hell, and I'm not going to take it anymore. <laughs> I'm Justin Poulin. He's Riley Poulin Bigford, our special guest. Yeah, thanks for John Duke me. is dead to me. Thanks for listening. <laughs> To this week's edition of Celtic Stuff, dead to me, Ray, dead to me, live.